Hey guys, it's Heaven from Just a Grown True Crime, and today I'm going to be telling you about this app called Anchor. It helped me start my podcast, and it can help you start yours. Anchor is a free app that lets you use it from your phone or your computer. So if you want to do it on the go, and you want to just record, you can record one. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so much more to get your own podcast out there. You can make money from your own podcast with no minimum listenership. So it's everything you want in just one podcast. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. I did. What are you waiting for? Hey guys, what's up? It's Heaven from Just a Girl in True Crime. And tonight we're going to do a little different type of podcast. I figure after the Gabriel Fernandez case, we definitely needed a break from all that stuff that happened in that heinous case. So tonight we're going to switch it up. We're going to do a paranormal case about what I'm pretty sure most people have heard about. If not, you'll hear about it tonight. We're going to be doing Robert the Doll. And I just want to hop into it and we're just going to start into it. So let's begin. The doll originally belonged to a man named Robert Eugene Otto, an artist described as eccentric, who belonged to a prominent Key West family. The doll was reportedly manufactured by the Steinf, I think I pronounced that right, Company of Germany, purchased by Robert's grandfather, while he was on a trip to Germany in 1904 and he was given he was given to Robert as a birthday gift the doll's sailor suit was likely an outfit that Robert wore as a child i mean that's kind of cool and creepy if you ask me but hey each has their own the doll remains stored in the auto home at 534 Eden, Eden Street in Key West while Robert studied art in New York and Paris. Robert then went on to marry a woman named Annette Parker in Paris on May 3rd in 1930. The couple returned to the auto family home in Key West. And they lived there until Robert died in 1974. His wife, Annette, ended up dying two years later. And that's sad because, you know, like, it's sad because you think she, I mean, her husband died. That is sad, yes. But you think she would have lived a little bit longer. But, I mean, it is what it is. After their deaths, the Eden Street home contained the doll and it was ended up being sold to a person named Myrtle Rudder who owned it for about 20 years until the property was sold to the current owners who then went to operate it as a guest house. In 1994, the doll was eventually donated to the East Martello Museum in Key West, Florida where it eventually became a popular tourist attraction and it was annually rotated to the old post office and custom house in October. Um, 
so now like that was history kind of of like the doll like where it came from and now i'm actually gonna go back to when robert who they called um gene they called him by his middle name so they called him gene instead of eugene and we're just gonna get a little bit of history that he had not really history the experiences he had with the doll himself i just wanted to do a little history all right so just like i said st stay with me i just wanted to do some history of the doll and we'll do that when gene got the doll he named him robert and you know he came he became very quickly attached to his new friend where gene lived um in his family's house they now call it the artist house and it was built between 1890 and 1898 and that's where like i said earlier that's where he was given the doll and their friendship lasted a lifetime if you can say in it beyond forged while robert seemed like an ordinary cloth doll it wasn't long before robert was involved in strange and somewhat terrifying events the first hint that something that was out of the ordinary was happening was one night when jean who was 10 years old awoke to find robert his doll sitting on the edge of his bed staring at him yep you heard me right i promise he woke up and saw his doll literally staring at him now i know i said last time that in the last episode i podcasted that i wanted a haunted doll i still want a haunted doll but not to that extent maybe one that gives me some like good energy not like not like bad like that i don't want you to scare the hell out of me so yeah that's a huge no 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 for me and then i also put fuck that because that no i'd be throwing that doll out um just moments later his mother was awakened by his screams for help and the sounds of furniture being overturned in her son's bedroom her son cried for help begging his mom to rescue him when she finally was able to wrench the locked door open she saw poor jean curled up in fear on his bed and i think he was in the fetal position and when she got into his room you know his room was in shambles and there was robert the doll just kind of sitting at the foot of his bed just relaxing like any you know one doll would do um gene went on to then say robert did it and those were the only words her son could get out he would even use the same words later on in his childhood when strange or mysterious or destructive things would happen personally if you asked me i would have threw that doll out 
1,000% as soon as my son told me that his doll did it. You know? I just would not keep it. So, those are the things he, those things like that he kind of experienced. Um, and, you know, a lot of people were, like, wondering, you know, could Robert actually do this? Did the doll do it? Or was this kid just making it up? Or, you know, having, like, an active imagination. That's how I like to say my oldest. He has a very active imagination. Especially with some of the crap he tells me. Like, um, for example, one night... He uh, came into my he came into my room, and he scared for one he scared the hell out of me, and I'm like go back to bed, and I finally got him back I got him back to bed that night. But the next morning, I asked him like what was wrong, and he like told me this story which you know to this day scares me. I fully believe in ghosts. Um, you know I believe in. As crazy as people might say, I believe in demons, I believe in heaven, I believe in hell. Um, But he told me this story of why he couldn't sleep in his bedroom. And I was like, well, why can't you sleep in your bedroom? And he was like, because of a black shadow. And I'm like, what the hell? I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? A black shadow? He's like, yeah. He's like, Mommy, there's a black shadow that stares at his younger brother in the crib because they share a room. And I'm like, well, what does this black shadow do? He's like, oh, he just watches so-and-so. And I'm like, oh, okay. And then he's just like, he then just disappeared into my closet. I'm like, well, were you dreaming? And he tells me. And he'll still talk about it to this day, which is crazy. And he'll tell me, no, mommy, he just, he just, oh my God, what did he say? He just responds. Like, he just, like, goes away. And he goes back into the closet. And I'm like, oh, I'm like, all right. That, that's a little crazy. And, you know, like I said, he, my oldest son, like, remembers everything. And he doesn't forget. So when he tells me something, like, it sticks. And, like, he'll still talk about him every once in a while. And I'm like, did he watch something scary? Um, But he doesn't watch a lot of scary TV and stuff like that. If I watch, like, my serial killer shows, they're always sleeping. And he ended up telling me, I have to sleep with you because then I don't have nightmares and the nightmares are the nightmares go away and I feel safe with you and I'm like oh I love that but you just can't you can't come into bed with me so of course like he had a nightlight and everything but it still isn't working but hopefully I haven't heard anything recent about I actually named him I call him shadow man um I haven't heard anything recently about Shadow Man, so that's good. So, you know, like with this story, I definitely believe in spirits and all that stuff, like I said. And I just wanted to throw that in there, because when my son said that, if he told me 
he if he ever had a doll and he told me that stuff, we'd be throwing the doll out. I'm all for him having imaginary friends, that's fine. But if you're going to come to me and tell me your doll did this, absolutely not. We're not doing that. So let's just hop back in. But like I said, um, a lot of people were just wondering if Robert could actually do this. Because, you know, they thought it was like, just like a toy, a plaything. How could such a, how could a children's play toy wreck so much havoc and in a child's bedroom or do anything at all? But, you know, they, like they said, after all, it was just a toy, right? Obviously not. But the weird and unexplicable didn't stop there that one night or that just occurrence. His parents would often hear their son upstairs talking to the doll and getting um, a response back in a totally different voice. Once again, that scared the hell out of me. Just want to make that clear. They also reportedly seeing the doll speak and they witnessed his expressions on his face changed and they heard giggling and sightings of Robert running up the stairs or, you know, just simply staring out the window. Um, and you want to know who I first thought about in this? I've thought two things. One, how the hell could you keep this doll in your house? Okay, you're saying you see it run up and down the stairs and it's just staring out the window? Not okay. And the second thing, I was like, oh my gosh, this was like Annabelle before she even like came out and everything, except, you know, Annabelle was a little different. But I mean, not really. I mean, she just like was a demon and a doll. I mean, Robert, same thing, ex except, you know, no one saw her running she would just move i mean i guess if people did i don't know um so when his parents passed away that is when he decided him and his wife should go back to the home to the family home where he grew up but he decided that robert needed to have his own room and he placed him in the upstairs bedroom that had a window overlooking the street. I guess, like, if I think about it, like, I don't know if it's because I'm a mom. Um, kind of thought, like, of him as, like, a child, like, like, maybe if I give him his own room, he'd be okay. I mean, Gene obviously couldn't forget about the experiences he had with Robert. <laughs> There's no way. But that's me. But his wife actually had an uneasy feeling with Robert in the house. And although she couldn't put her finger on it, she wanted Jean to just lock the doll up in the attic where he could do no harm. Girl, same, because that's what I would do. Actually, I don't even know why I'd lock him in the attic. I would throw, burn him and then dispose of his ashes somewhere. Just burn the doll. <laughs> that's me. I mean, but like I said... It would make sense because maybe she thought if he's in the attic, it'll be, he'll be fine. Nothing will happen. 
Boy, was she wrong. Spoiler alert. Um, Jean conceded, and as one could imagine, and Robert obviously was not happy about his new digs that he had to live up in the attic. Soon, when they brought visitors to the home, they heard footsteps in the attic and sounds of someone like pacing back and forth, and they heard devilish giggling. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no, Satan. Not today. Neighborhood children also reported seeing Robert watching them from the window in the upstairs bedroom, which is weird because... If he was in the attic, how did he get downstairs into the bedroom? And they also told of counts of the doll actually mocking them as they walked to school. So Robert just wasn't friendly. When Gene heard about this, he immediately went to go investigate, knowing that he had locked Robert in the attic. And there was no way he could be sitting by the window of the upstairs bedroom. Jean, 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 you were so wrong. <laughs> but, like I said, boy was he wrong. When he walked upstairs, he opened the bedroom door, and there was Robert sitting in the rocking chair by the window. Jean had locked Robert back in the attic several times, each time discovering him sitting by the window in the same upstairs bedroom. Okay, so this dog obviously, not dog, this dog can obviously walk and, you know, obviously open doors. Okay, so you remember how I said Jean died in 1974? Okay, so after he died, and you know how the new owners moved in? Yeah. Well, they had a 10-year-old daughter, okay? And she was delighted to find Robert, the doll in the attic. But her delight ended soon when she claimed that Robert was alive and that the doll wanted to hurt her, she said. The doll wanted to hurt her. And she often, she would often be awaken in the middle of the night screaming in fear and she told her parents that Robert had moved about in the room needless to say it wasn't long before the doll was given away makes sense I personally think that's what Jean's parents should have did but it was given to him so who am I to judge so you know a lot of people also want to know is Robert possessed? Many do believe that the origin of Robert's evils lies in the one who originally gave it to Jean. And I read here that a servant who worked for his parents was the one who made it. Um, and they say that this woman was supposedly mistreated by her bosses. And... she wanted to like punish them it was believed that she wanted to punish them and that she cursed this dog with voodoo and black magic 
And that might describe or explain the many mysterious or frightening frightening experiences people have had with Robert the doll. But they also were thinking, but if that was the case, wouldn't the haunting end with the owners since they died and they were the ones mistreating the servant? Um, nobody really knows that though for sure. Honestly. But one thing remains consistent. Robert the doll still continues to taunt and scare people who come to view him. Especially guests in the museum who attempt to take photos. So now we're going to talk to like where he's at now. And like I said, he's in the museum. And it became a tourist attraction for many people all over the world, I'm assuming. Who, you know, wanted to see this haunted doll. Um, and that was the stuff about the house and what the people encountered. I couldn't really find much of the 10-year-old girl, probably because her parents were like, yeah, we're getting rid of this damn thing because we don't want it in the house. And now I'm going to talk to you about some of the stuff that people experienced, even though he's behind a glass window. Alright, um, many have reported when they take pictures that they become inoperable and when they try to take a picture of Robert they only begin to they only begin working again when they have left the museum for some reason. Um, like I said he Robert the doll now sits in a glass case but it doesn't seem to stop him from inflicting fear and discomfort to museum staff and visitors. Staff members who work there report that Robert's facial expressions do change and they also hear demonic giggling and have even seen Robert put his hands up to the glass. Yeah, I think I'm going to need a new job like yesterday after that thing. After if I saw that, new job like yesterday, please. Ah, oh, man, I really, real quick, I need to stop recording podcasts like this because I scare so easily. I'm the biggest pansy, I promise, but I love anything horror. I need to stop recording these at night because then I don't want to sleep and I have work tomorrow. Um, so now we're going to jump into some things with visitors. Who went to see Robert? So first you have to ask Robert the doll if you can actually take a picture of him first. And if he doesn't give you permission, bad things are going to happen. And they say, you know, if you take it and he doesn't give you the permission, you will be cursed. And so will anyone else who is with you. So, you know, guys, just ask if you go, if you go to see this doll. Ask him first, please, for everybody's safety. Um, but that's pretty creepy if you ask me. You have to ask a doll for permission. Um, and, you know, like I said in a little bit ago, your cameras can stop working and all of that. And I'm actually going to touch base on somebody who ex had an experience with stuff like this. So... Oh. 
now you're probably wondering, how do you know if he gives you permission to take your picture? Well, I'm about to tell you. If he tilts his head forward, when you ask, you know, Robert, can I take a picture of you? And if his head tilts forward, he's basically giving you the, okay, go ahead, you can do it. But if he does not tilt your, his head or move, please do not take a picture of him. Because that is not good. So don't do it. Um, Robert, <laughs> this, this part was mind-blowing to me. Um, so in Robert's case, he act, there are actually like letters and stuff. And in the case with Robert is a little like lion stuffed animal. I believe I read it was. So it's Robert, his stuffed lion, and you see all these like letters of people who have wrote to Robert asking for forgiveness, asking, you know, can you forgive me? I'm sorry that we didn't ask your permission and we didn't just do all this stuff. And, you know, it blows my mind because I want to go see it, but then I don't because I don't know. That just, that just freaks me out a little bit. I'm not like talking to a doll uh, in general. Um, but now we're going to talk about a person who I saw who actually, you know, had a bad experience with Robert. And he didn't, guess what he didn't do? He didn't ask to take picture, he didn't ask for permission to take Robert's picture. Shame, shame. And this was in 2009, and the username was Howard RK. And he wrote, As I snapped the picture, I looked at my camera, and it said no images. All the 50-plus pictures that we had taken in Key West were suddenly gone. We went parasol... Jeez, parasailing. Parasailing. The next day, um, Howard R.K. continued, the boat captain took a pic, geez, took a video of us, I'm sorry, my foot's asleep, took a video of us in the air. They ended up getting back home and the disc was blank. Um, they ended up going to a camera store and they could find no reason why their pictures were gone and why the disc was blank they had no knowledge and they were like yeah i don't know um he also said he was hearing weird noises during the night since he's been home and then he also put to all who may read this please listen to the nice lady at the front desk at the museum Ask Robert's permission if you want to take his picture. And you know, guys, that is the story of Robert the doll. Um, I also read they say he also keeps up with um, times and curses anyone who saves or clicks onto his photos so that bad luck can happen to you. And if that's the case, I'm going to flat out say right now, Robert the doll, I am so sorry that I... Looked at your picture. I saved some articles onto my Google thing so I could come back to them. 
please don't curse me because I don't want to be cursed and I'm sorry. Um, but that is it for the Robert the Doll case. I'm actually going to stop recording this one and pre-record my other story that I just finished researching. Um, if you guys remember from the last part of Gabriel Fernandez, I told you about Robert the Doll. And I don't know if I told you about the second one, but if I didn't, or if you're new here, um, we are going to be doing the disappearance of Kyron Horman. And that's just a sad case all over, guys, but this is where I'm going to end this one. If you want to follow me, you can follow me on Instagram at just a girl in true crime. It's all one word and all lowercase. You can send me an email at justagirlintruecrime at gmail.com. Um, all one word, lowercase. I should have specified that before, but now I am. Um, you can also find or join my Facebook group at Just a Girl in True Crime. I'm pretty sure the J is capitalized and everything else is spaced out. Um, I think that's all you can follow me on social media for right now. Um, I want to give a shout out to some new listeners. Um, Denmark. Oh, man, I'm really trying to think of the other ones, and I forget. I think I have the United States, Canada, France, Denmark, obviously, like I just said, United Kingdom, Finland, Slovakia, Ireland, and I. my mind just totally went blank on the rest. But thank you guys all for listening to this episode of Robert the Doll. I hope you keep listening and I will be uploading my next podcast Wednesday night. Bye guys.